Hey everyone, um, today I'm thinking about treasure in trouble. <laughs> okay, and the there's a couple verses from Psalms 119 I want us to look at. Psalms 119 is so awesome to me. It just it just gives me insight and, and just uplifts my soul to read it. But uh, verses 71 and 72 uh, I'm looking at today and it says this. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Thousands of gold and silver pieces. Wow, yeah, that's plural. And it's like riches beyond our imagination are hiding somewhere down in the trouble that we face on a regular basis. I like to hunt for uh, different kinds of treasure. Uh, it's a hobby of mine. Growing up, our family used to hunt arrowheads. Maybe you've did that. Living here in Oklahoma, there's uh, a few good places you can look. Um, we were also a family of rock hunters. Oh man, every time we moved, and we moved quite a bit, we had to take mom's rocks with us. <laughs> it's a good memory now, right? Okay, we still have a ton of those rocks. Probably literally, I don't know. But uh, nowadays, I like to do a little metal detecting on the weekends. And so I'm still <laughs> treasure hunting. And I do, I look for silver and gold rings and coins and, and things like that. Today's passage talks about thousands of gold and silver pieces. I've only found like a small handful. Uh, no gold, by the way. But you know what? All the treasures I've found are somehow uh, associated with trouble, uh, just like today's passage. I mean, to find arrowheads, right? You have to walk for hours, many times in the hot sun. Um, for metal detecting, wow, I mean, you have to do the same. Plus, you have to bend over and get your knees like, well, you, you have to scoot through stickers and maybe poison ivy, right? And mud sometimes. And then you have to dig and dig. And dig and the treasure is hidden somewhere in the dirt <laughs> and, and so all that's a lot of trouble and, and the thing is I might dig knowing there's uh, a really good signal from my metal detector there's a treasure down there but sometimes uh, you know I don't find them right away and if I give up and fill them <laughs> the hole back up I miss the treasure so uh, spiritually right I mean many times we are pointed to the greatest treasure in the universe through difficult things. Uh, just like our text today, God wants us to persevere, not give up, keep on looking to Him, trusting Him uh, as our joy, as our treasure. Let me read our text again. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. So the writer of Psalms 119 says affliction of some kind was was good, uh, and it pointed him to treasure God's word, and it, which brought joy <laughs> to his heart more than gold and silver. And you can read all Psalms 119, and he talks about that throughout the, the whole chapter, which is the longest chapter in the Bible, and pretty much in the middle of the Bible. But the thing is, we all have affliction um, in our life, right? This is a broken world. Uh, 
it's no secret. The whole world knows it. God got everybody's attention recently in the whole world with COVID-19, right? I mean, and that's trouble. That's affliction. But God was actually the one who broke the universe in the first place because of our sin. Everything was great in the Garden of Eden, right? <laughs> but man sinned and he quit trusting God as his greatest treasure. And so God broke the universe. But hey, like we're talking about today, brokenness in some contexts is really good because it points us to the one who makes all things new, right? The one who fixes us, the only one who can fix us. So uh, you probably, or you may know this, this next verse, Romans 8, 28, which says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And so somehow, though we don't really always understand it, right? <laughs> Everything is working together for good in our life and, and for God's glory if we love him. Uh, and if we love him, then we are the called according to his purpose. So those two work together. If we look to him as our treasure, then everything is working together for good in our life, even in the troubles. You may remember Joseph in the Old Testament. His brothers sold him into slavery, right? Uh, and then the slave traders sold him again in Egypt. And he was falsely accused of rape and thrown in prison. And he had all kinds of troubles in his life, even from a child. All kind of affliction, like we're talking about. His own family abandoned him and even thought of killing him, at least on one occasion, I think. And and then after God raised him up and made him ruler, a ruler, second to the Pharaoh in Egypt, the day finally came when his brothers appeared before him. This is years later, right? They wanted food because there was a famine in the land. And after they found out that this was their brother that they sold into slavery, uh, that they were so jealous of him before, they were scared to death. They were scared for their life. They begged him for mercy. So how did Joseph respond to his brothers? Genesis 50, 20 says this, and Joseph is speaking to his brothers. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So how did all the affliction work for good in Joseph's life? What was the treasure in all that trouble? I mean, well, God raised him up as a ruler for one. Uh, you know, that's not necessarily a part, the part that's really <laughs> the ultimate treasure in all this. God did something much greater through that affliction than just to raise him up. The Bible says that it was so many people should be kept alive. You know, Joseph's family survived, right? They survived the famine. Then they, they went out to have uh, children and grandchildren and multiplied it to hundreds of thousands of people. The Israelites, right? But even that is not the greatest thing that came through Joseph's affliction. If you know Jesus today, Joseph's affliction made that possible. You see, one of Jacob's sons was Judah. And Jesus, 
God's only son was an offspring of Judah. So Judah did not die in the famine that swept the land. They were saved uh, all because of Joseph's affliction. Uh, someone did him wrong, right? And something good came out of that affliction. Um, so, yeah, also, you know, it was through Jesus' affliction on the cross that you or me or anyone in the world has the possibility of being saved, right? Because he lived a perfect life and he gives all who delight in him his righteousness and he takes our um, what we deserve for rejecting Christ and, and going our own way. He takes the punishment of our sin on the cross. He was paid the wages of our sin. And as he rose from the grave, that power he gives to us who know him so that we might overcome sin. And also he will raise us up again like he was. So, I mean, his affliction also brings good. So we're thankful for, for Jesus being willing to lay his own life down, for God giving his own begotten son, all this. Uh, but for us in our daily life, we don't always know or understand what kinds of treasures we're going to find in trouble. And sometimes we don't even think of it that way. We don't even look for them. You know, if you're uh, digging a fence post, you're not going to look for silver and gold, right? And digging fence posts is really afflicting. Uh, for me, it is anyway. Man, alive. But there's silver and there's gold down there, right? And we don't look for the treasure and the troubles that we see on a daily basis. Um, Joseph saw a little bit of it. And he realized his family was saved through the trouble, but there was so much more. So uh, knowing what he knew in the Old Testament, I don't know that he saw all the way to Jesus, but for us who have God's word and the Holy Spirit, we need to, to look to Jesus in our trouble, take delight in him. You know, it's a lot more difficult to trust God and to rejoice in him in trouble, but that's what he wants us to do. I mean, it's a broken world. So today's gonna have trouble, right? And tomorrow and the next day. But all this trouble serves as a reminder, right? It keeps pointing us to the one who was afflicted for us on the cross. So we might have joy, uh, more than thousands of pieces of gold and silver. Uh, the greatest treasure in the universe we find because of what Jesus did. Let me close with a few partial verses out of Isaiah 53 that explain what Jesus did for us to heal our brokenness. Isaiah 53, three, he was despised and rejected by men. Verse four, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him smitten by God and afflicted. Five, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement or, or punishment that brought us peace. Verse six says, the Lord has 
laid on him the iniquity of us all. And then verse 12, he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Father God, thank you so much for what Jesus did for, for us who are broken um, because of, of sin in our lives. And uh, just thank you for, for breaking the world and, and uh, not letting us live in, uh, you know, the Garden of Eden forever in our sin, but th this broken world, this broken universe, it points us to you who was broken for us that we might be healed and that we might have joy and delight in your son as the greatest treasure in the universe. And just help me remind your father, help us to, to take comfort in your word today, which shows us how even in the brokenness, everything works together for the good for, for those who love you and your son, Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. That's uh, not a suggestion, by the way. First Thessalonians 5.16, Rejoicing always. That's like during troubles as well, right? Verse 18, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you.